The October 26th Homeland Security Committee hearing had the typically ominous title, Iranian Terror Operations on American Soil. Congressman Michael McCall from Texas, chairman of the Subcommittee on Oversight, Investigations, and Management, offered the following as part of his opening statement. Iranian-backed political violence has killed more than 1,000 people and more than 200 terrorist attacks, he says, including the 1983 suicide bombing of American and French military barracks in Beirut, killing 299 people. Interestingly, McCall had nothing to say about the nearly 1.5 million dead and more than 4 million refugees in Iraq, the result of an illegal invasion that the whole world knows is based entirely on lies. He seems equally indifferent about all the innocent civilians in Afghanistan, Pakistan, Libya, Somalia, and Yemen who are now dead and homeless as a result of our attacks in those countries. You think any of these victims felt terrorized before they died or had their homes destroyed? How about the children whose doors get kicked in at random in the middle of the night by invading forces supposedly searching for bad guys? Do you think any of these kids were scared for their lives? Apparently McCall and the rest of the pretenders think their inability to see or hear any of this from their Capitol Hill perch absolves them of responsibility. He also pumped up the propaganda surrounding the supposed Iranian plot to assassinate the Saudi ambassador on U.S. soil. We should be concerned about a nexus between Iran, Hezbollah, and the drug cartels, he says. This plot indicates a dangerous escalation of the Iranian government's role in the sponsorship of terrorism. To say nothing, of course, of the nexus between Washington, Zionist Israel, and the puppet media, to keep the easily led masses consumed with fear and willing to surrender ever more freedom and tax dollars to fund their naked imperialism and wars for profit, If this Iranian assassination plot had been submitted as a script for a Three Stooges movie, they would have rejected it as being too ridiculous. The next time you hear some mainstream media parrot talking about Iran sponsoring terrorism, remind them of the covert American funding of terror groups in Iran in an effort to destabilize the government there and ask them what the difference is. Tell them you're willing to agree for the sake of argument that the charge of Iran sponsoring terrorism is true. But then ask them, what's worse, sponsoring terrorism or actively perpetrating it in multiple countries, as the U.S. is doing? Ask them where their concern is for the innocent victims in these countries. If they try to tell you the number of dead civilians is overstated, ask them how many innocent deaths are acceptable as a result of the illegal, unnecessary invasion of countries that did not attack us and who pose no threat to the United States. Ask them if they would be okay with any of their loved ones dying if some other country illegally invaded ours. American soldiers are not fighting and dying to protect us or preserve our freedom. They're fighting and dying to protect the financial status of weapons makers, oil barons, and private military contracting companies. They're fighting and dying to protect the political aspirations of the cowards who put them in harm's way. They're fighting and dying for a pack of lies designed to serve the rogue state of Israel, where soulless Zionist leaders hide behind Judaism, playing cynically on the strong emotions elicited by the Holocaust to serve their never-ending imperial lust. One need look no further than 29 standing ovations for Benjamin Netanyahu from a joint session of the United States Congress in May of this year to see who these people we elect are really serving. 
an American government that was truly interested in protecting and serving us would immediately end all the needless perpetual war, close all the hundreds of needless military bases we have all over the world, bring all our soldiers home, and make the serious job creation and infrastructure investments necessary to rebuild our economy. They would also be arresting instead of enabling the Wall Street pimps whose crimes brought us this economic hell. Referring the war criminals who launched this era of perpetual war to the Hague instead of accepting complicity by protecting them and neutralizing a wholly corrupt Supreme Court with a constitutional amendment that clearly defines free speech as applying only to actual living, breathing humans and not corporations. There's a lot of ugly truth out there, but ignoring it only enables it. We will get nowhere while we continue to divide along the same old phony party lines, continue to blame the other side's politics for our problems, and simply vote in a new batch of pretenders every election day. This is because, for all these pretenders, the only true other side is we the people. And for as long as we continue to allow them to frame the discourse, ultimately choosing either side of the same counterfeit coin, we will lose. <laughs>